Welcome to the first Progress Community podcast of the new year, 2020, coming live from the DW Stadium and uh, for the FA Youth Cup, fourth round time between Wigan Athletic and Tottenham Hotspur. We'll be uh, giving live coverage, no we won't, we'll be talking about it uh, during the podcast, but we'll also look back on the Leicester game and we'll look forward to the own uh, own fixture against Bristol City on Saturday. So, uh, without further ado, I'm Barry, and this is the Progress with Unity podcast. Nice intro, Barry, and uh, welcome back to our listeners. Like I say, we're live on the scene from uh, the DW Stadium. Obviously, it won't be live when the podcast goes out. Do we still need flight mode here? Uh, no, we'll give, we'll give flight mode a miss. But just don't put your phones too close. Adam, how are we doing? First voice on the pod. Yeah, very well, thanks. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm feeling fresh. I've, I've had a week without alcohol. Yep. Uh, Thorpe, are you taking a picture? Trying, yeah, can't work the phone properly though. No, it's age, that makes age. Mm. And Barry, you did the lovely introduction there, how are we doing? Yeah, new year, new hope. Yeah, very good. I've seen a few familiar faces on the way, and yeah. we had a quick chat with Darren uh, Royal. Just looking at yeah. uh, David Weir as Harry, well. Harry having a chat with uh, Gary Roberts up there. Ah, yeah. Gary Roberts might get a, a message on Twitter this evening. Uh, so, uh, without further ado, let's just have a quick talk about the game that we're here to watch tonight, because um, we can dip into it at half time and full time. Um, we play Tottenham Hotspur in the FAU Cup after an 8-1 uh, demolition of Croydon in the last round. Well, the team news. Uh, go on, I'm meeting the team news. Yeah. Well, uh, in goal, number one, Sam Tickle. Mm. Number two, Harry Jolly. Hey. Number three, Luke Robinson. Hey. Number four is James Carragher. Hey. Number five, Lewis Isherwood. Hey. Uh, number six, Baba Adiko. Hey. Number seven, uh, Sean McGurk. Hey. Number eight, Jensen Weir. Yay. Number nine, Cal Joseph. Yay. Number ten, Joe Gelhar. Number eleven, Mackenzie O'Neill. That's the starting team for the Wigan yeah. Athletic, the Tottenham team. We could name it, you were not going to know them, are we? Any standout names for you there, Adam? Just a quick um, the only standout name for me is Bobby Jones. On the, our uh, bench. We've got two double barrel names. The goalkeeper is Lord Tutama. And uh, we've got Fagan Walcott. Um, any re- re- relation to Theo? Fair enough. Oh, so oh, Fagan. Just, just before kickoff, guys, obviously we're playing um, an under 23 teams that play in uh, UEFA competitions and uh, all the top competitions. How do you see the game going, Barry? Yeah, well, I'm just a little bit concerned about Malachi uh, Fagan, whether he's going to pick a pocket or two. Yeah. yeah. We've got Paul Kendrick just joining us live oh, on the oh. podcast. Are you live? He's He's close to coming away. I'm disappointed. I've turned up. We've put the kids out. Thorpe, how do you think the game's going to go? I've no idea because I've never seen any of them play apart from Gellart. And we are. I've seen we are. Yeah, I think he might have had a five minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cameo he's after, the word. Yeah, no, uh, Adam? Yeah, it was a few, a few familiar names, a few have been fun out. I'll be interested, I'm looking forward to seeing James Carragher play, see, what he's, see if he's uh, like his dad. Um, I, I, I can see us getting uh, potentially a couple of couple of goals from side. Um, I don't think it'll be as easy as the last round. Speaking of the, of the, of the FA Trophy uh, at the moment, 
the next thing that we will go on to cover um, at half time it's going to be a compact show isn't it Barry it is yeah um, we'll go through the uh, the FA Cup um, you just see now on the touchline that Dick uh, Taylor's ready to film the guys coming out so yeah, so with Craig with yeah. a big camera so uh, teleport all lens good crowd on that um, yeah. plenty of people basically just see uh, Peter Reid Paul Cook yeah. uh, dropping in uh, David oh, Weir oh, spotted them they were in Rigoletto's which is a top restaurant yeah oh, that will be frequenting in uh, February yeah. um, Darren's all well on the way down yeah. Ash Horse in his way yeah so um, we'll come back at half time Okay, so we've just come to our time at uh, DW Stadium. It's uh, Wigan Athletic 1, Tottenham Hotspur, Neil Lafferty through a, a Jensen weird deflected free kick. Uh, just a quick sum up, lads, of the uh, first half. What do you think? Yeah, it's a good, good half. I think, um, you know, Lafferty's had a couple of chances, especially near the end. Uh, Geoffrey, good bit of play on the left, crossed it in. And, uh, and a look, an absolutely fantastic, um, fantastic volley from uh, McGurn. Yeah. All right, so that brings us, we'll, we'll cover the game in more detail uh, come full time. We're going to have a look back now to uh, our own cup action. Uh, at the weekend, we travelled to uh, Premier League side Leicester City uh, in the FA Cup. Um, Possession wise, they outdid us quite heavily, as did the attempts. We didn't have a shot on target to their seven. Corners 4 to 0. McKinnon's and more fouls, got issued one yellow, no reds, and the Latics obviously came away with a defeat in front of just over 30,000 um, fans at the King Power. Um, that's that stuff. I don't think we give ourselves a bad account um, on Saturday against Leicester City. I thought it was a decent performance, um, just a golfing class in the um, two leagues. You can see why. Spurs, uh, sorry, Leicester are up there in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, come on, Adam. Oh, you've already spoken, haven't you? It's my turn now. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I thought, he, from my point of view, I thought, uh, thought it, it was good to see uh, Tom Pierce finally get a game. Yeah, I was just going to mention Tom Pierce again. Yeah. Made his debut for the Latics. Unfortunate on goal. I don't think he could do much about it. Decent finish, though, if he was to do the It was, yeah. But. Uh, Arsenal is a prospect. Yeah, you know, what one thing that he seems to have that maybe Robinson doesn't quite have is the delivery. I mean, yeah. he's, he's got a good Robinson. I think excellent getting into the positions, but um, I think Pierce shows that when he's given that ball and in, in space, he can whip a decent ball in. Really, so he's obviously feeling his way back in. He's not played, not played in a few months, so. I, I, maybe if he had more match practice, he might have been able to do something else with that, but I think he's just unlucky, really. And then a, a second goal, similar, really, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, which really did uh, end up killing the game off. You've got a fan coming over, Adam. Um, uh, Kieran Dowell um, signed on loan from Everton on Friday and um, came in and made his debut. I, I was impressed with how Kieran Dowell went, played. Yeah, I thought he tested the game very well. Faded a bit. Faded a bit. Just been interrupted here by Adam's groupies. Autograph hunters. Yeah, I thought I did actually think he faded a bit, but he's not had much game time himself, has he? No, he's not known. I saw some tweets from Abbey County fans saying he was the worst player they've had this time. I was impressed with him. If that's the 
worst player derby ever. Yeah. That's a pretty decent place. I've been sorry, Wayne Mooney's derby captain. I've been speaking to some uh, Everton fans who say, give him time on the ball, and he's fantastic. He's just if you put him under pressure. He, you know, he's, he's not that good, uh, and he doesn't have any pace. Well, I think they're judging him on Premier League standards, you well, know. I, I was, it's, I was, it's, I was it's a different league then. Speaking to a topic today, and he was saying um, that he was surprised he's not been given more game time at Everton, so it's, it's, it depends how you view a player, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm just going off the put him under pressure. And he's not very good, and he's not got much pace. Could be any of us, couldn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, 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 long <laughs> term, long term. Um, I mean, it's difficult because I think he, he had to go with, if you like, three combative midfielders. Albeit we did get dominated there, but I, I think it would have been a bit of a luxury to have him midfield. Uh, but I think long term, maybe playing him in front of two midfielders. In that little gap between strikers. VAR, first ever we're going to have to get into um, playing with VAR in action. Um, well, I was it, in the stadium. It went against us, didn't it? I was in the stadium and, and, and now you realise what it's... It was, it was a correct decision, but actually jumping up, celebrating a goal and then forgetting, forgetting about VAR for just that one second. Watching it at home on your TV, Partly because of the commentator, you know what's going to happen. I'm sat there, I've jumped up, I thought, 15 minutes to go here, we're back in this game, we're going to go on and win it 3-2 and win the FA Cup again. All that, uh, went, through, uh, all that went through my head, and then the next thing, VAR check come on the big screen, and I thought, I'm not sure about this. You hate to see it, there's a lot of things you love to see, you hate to see it. So that's Leicester, we're out of the FA Cup, probably a blessing really, we've got more important things to concentrate on, which is the league. Now we we're not going to cover Birmingham in great detail because obviously that's the start of the year, we're what, eight, nine days into the year now. Let's just have a quick talk about it, great away win, um, it's what we've needed. It's about backing it up though at home here, it's Bristol City this weekend. But you do Pop that and you're on your way, aren't you? Yeah. You know, I, I know you, you gloss over it because it was a week ago, but we got one of them on, in the whole last year, this year, we got it on day one. You've yeah. broken that hoodoo, you've got the, right, all that crap away form's gone because it was last year, we're in this year now, we're already winning away. And, and there's something to hang on and get confidence Getting get in the other one that's been causing us problems, getting over the line. Because yeah. when Goals as well. When, yes. they, when they scored on 80 minutes, I don't think any Latix fan was sitting there thinking, oh, this is 3-2. Um, I, I, th I think... I uh, think uh, we've won one in 14. Yeah. Just remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've lost one in six. Uh, just want to uh, quick mention, me and Barry, um, we were in the lift with uh, Darren Royal coming to the game today and... He showed us a picture he'd been sent, hadn't he? Ooh, uh, yeah, it was very nasty. From uh, what had been shown on Sky Sports News, and it was um, football manager had uh, run the rest of the season. Uh, oh. Latix finishing 14th place. I think if you find Paul Kendrick's analysis on Twitter, um, how many wins we get in the second, I think it's 12 wins in the second half of the season. But it, but that is being generated off the fact of we don't deserve statistics. To be where we are. Statistics. Right, I'm going to try and fit it in before the teams come out. Um, Bristol City. We're going to. Uh, we're, they're travelling up to the northwest on Saturday. We've got Steve Martin in charge from oh. Staffordshire. He's refereed, refereed 20 games, 46 yellows, two reds. He last left us against Huddersfield at a DW in December, a one-all draw. Um, Bristol's form is four defeats and one win. 
so similar. Um, we've played 27, won 6, drawn 9, and lost 12. We'll do our predictions, I think, first. Let's flip it around. We'll do our predictions and listen to Adam's, uh, Adam's asks, OK? So, Barry, how do you see the game going? Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a tough game. Uh, I hate coming up against teams on poor runs, because we <laughs> always do them a favour. Um, uh, I- I'm going to go go for a one all on this one. one all Thorpe? I just go with my stock one, 3-0, 4-1 win up. Adam? Get away. Uh, 2-0 to Wigan. 2-0 to Wigan. Uh, I'm going to, just because just I hope it doesn't come in, reverse psychology because another left listening to this, 2-0 Bristol City. Okay, uh, oh, Adam, do you want to introduce? Yeah, uh, Matt Beecham now also making his fourth appearance uh, on, on the show. So, Match uh, ball's in the post somewhere. Yeah, it's not lost in the post. Okay, so let's have a, let's have a listen and see what we've got to say. Okay, so in terms of uh, summary of the first part of the season, uh, up until December, things were going uh, extremely well. Uh, Indeed, I think the first set of matches in December, uh, we went away uh, at Craven Cottage, got a superb uh, 2-1 win, which I think at the time, if memory serves, put us level on points with Fulham in third place and about five points behind... uh, Leeds and, and, and West Brom at the time and it was really at a point in the season where I'm thinking right we could really kick on here because we had on, on paper what looked to be you know two uh, fairly straightforward home games um, followed by you know Charlton Athletic away over Christmas and uh, you know I thought we could uh, generally we could get some uh, points on the board but uh, since that Fulham game um I can't see where the next win's coming from, so we, we, we've been dreadfully uh, woeful uh, over the past month or so, and, and I genuinely can't see where the next points, let alone three points, are coming from. Um, the players look very tired and leggy, so so hopefully you know this is the month to, to get a refresh uh, and get a few uh, new players in. So in terms of whether the fans are still behind the manager... Um, it's a little bit more divided. Again, uh, the dissenting voices are starting to get louder. Uh, as as I said in, in my previous answer, that the standard of football over the last month has been very predictable. It's been very poor. It's been very slow in terms of the build-up. We're, we're very laboured. Um, the team selections uh, are chopping and changing uh, on a weekly basis. Uh, our most creative players have sometimes been left on the bench in Nicholas Eliasson and Casey Palmer. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, it's, there's a section of the crowds getting very vocally um, exacerbated with with the uh, current situation. Uh, can Johnson take us to the playoffs? Um, I'm still behind him. I, I, I think he's the right person for the job. I, I don't see that there's a better candidate out there. This is really our first rough spell in the season. You know, every team goes through a a spell where you don't pick up many points. I'm just hoping that we can snap out of it sooner rather than later. And maybe January is that opportunity to bring in a few fresh faces. There's strong talks with being able to bring in Eddie Nikita on loan from from Arsenal, which would be a big positive in the the sort of attacking department, but we also need reinforcements in defence as well. We're conceding too many sloppy goals. Um, 
that is is really putting us on the back foot in in games. So I do think Johnson can take us to the playoffs. So I know we're, we've dropped to eleventh, albeit we're only two points behind sixth place. So I haven't lost faith as of yet. Um, but you know, if we have the same set of results over the next month or so, he's going to be in a in a very difficult uh, position again. Looking back at the game in October. Um, it was very typical of a home performance for us. We we seem to be very good on the road and seem to play some of our best football on, on the road this season. I think we've got one of the best, if, if not the best away record uh, in the championship over the course of, of 2019. Um, so it wasn't a complete surprise, but, but, but we ended up with, with the draw, I, I thought Wigan played uh, extremely well in that game. And, and to be honest, probably should have won that game. I remember the, the opportunity, the, the, the one-on-one, which was which was missed in the second half. Um, had that gone in, there's, there's, there's no doubt that uh, you would have run, run away with the three points. Um, yeah, it's as... I thought we were quite slow to get started in that game. We didn't really, um, we didn't really pick ourselves up out of out of third gear. But I, again, I think that's you've got to give credit to the opposition. I think Wigan were up for it. You guys were hungry. You closed us down quickly. You didn't really give us any breathing space, and and you caused all sorts of problems with with set pieces. You know, hence the, you know, the two uh, well taken goals by Dunkley. So, yeah. Um, that is that was a very typical pattern of, of home games uh, at, at the start of the season. Uh, I was a bit more optimistic about that one, considering that the, the previous match we'd beat, you know, we got a 98th minute winner against Charlton. I thought we'd kick on from that, but um, yeah, very typical of the season. We, you know, we seem to get a very good result, but can't seem to really kick on after you know getting that result. And 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 the Wigan game was 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 evidence of that. The three points of here for the taking, um, and unfortunately. Fortunately, we didn't show up. You guys did, and um, I was extremely happy of a draw because, quite frankly, we didn't deserve it. Key player this season, without a doubt, has been Nicholas uh, Eliasson. I think he's got the most assists in the championships. So he plays out on a wing for us. He's got a superb delivery uh, in terms of, of crossing the ball. Um, and you know, it's his crosses have been met by Andy Byman and and Famara Diju on on a regular and consistent basis, and it's uh, you know it's the, the same old. We seem to score a goal, and you can guarantee it's an Elias and cross that's that's either been put in by Diju or or Andy Byman. So uh, Eliasson has has been you know key to to the goals that we scored and the chances that we've created this season, but. Oddly, you know, some, most, well, a proportion of a season he's, he's spent, you know, sitting on the bench. So, you know, we, we've, we've got these dissenting voices at the moment calling for, for Johnson to be out. And and that's part of the reason, because our, our most potent attacking player who's creating the opportunities for our two strikers has, has sat out a, a good proportion of games. Uh, so, you know, that's... That decision has been quite baffling. It's almost as if he can't, Johnson can't find a system to fit uh, Elias and in as, as as an out and out winger. But you know, he's our key player, so I, I think we we've got to find we have to find a system to fit in 
with with, with him be, um, and, and build the team around him. Uh, prediction for Saturday, given the way we're playing, I went to watch the Vieta Dross that was the FA Cup game against Shrewsbury last Saturday, and quite frankly, um, Shrewsbury deserved to win that game. Again, we, we were very lucky and quite happy to take it to a replay, especially with uh, you know Liverpool being the, 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 the prize if we can overcome Shrewsbury away from home. But given the way we played that game and given the previous games um, and given the fact that you guys are well due a victory, I'm going to go 2-1 um, Wigan. As much as I hate to say it, I, I just I just can't see where the uh, <laughs> I just can't see where our next points are coming from. Hopefully, I'll be proved wrong. Ho you know, hopefully Saturday might be the the, the, the turning point, but um, I can't see it. So yeah, two one Wigan. Well, I'll tell you what, I admire his pessimism. <laughs> and, uh, I, I feel really, really. I'm going uh, to change my prediction and say 15 0 to Wigan now. <laughs> how, how pessimistic he was about it. I think we've just got to give a, a shout out to the stadium announcer who uh, pours the stereo while yeah, we were listening to it. That, that was fantastic. Yeah. That was fantastic. <laughs> uh, Paul, question's been put to us from, uh, is it Billy? Yeah. On Twitter, do you want to take the floor? Yeah, it was a question uh, will we be relegated or not? Which, you know, I, in all honesty, I think last week we all said where we thought we'd finish, which for me covers the question. But I, I, I know there was a few sort of caveated responses in that. If it goes well, we'll be alright. But I mean, I mean, if you put me to a straight yes, no answer, no. Uh, Adam? No, I've been saying all, all particularly for the last five or six weeks, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a no from me. Um, I think if we're in this position at the end of the season, then yes. <laughs> um, I think there's a lot, a lot has to change for us to not get relegated. Um, I just hope it does change, but to be honest, I, I don't know. I think I think we're, we're, we're going down as it stands. So that's that's what I said. Okay, so just just a couple of minutes away from kickoff, we'll wait for the teams to emerge from the dugout. Uh, Nick's got himself uh, a hot brew. Seems to have forgot the other side of the press box. Fill it on that laptop. Um, he got his uh, other half of brew as well, which uh, you know, obviously, uh, Nick, when you're listening, thanks a lot. No biscuits for you. <laughs> um, good crowd on though. Good crowd on tonight. Um, Two, two and a half thousand, would you say? Yeah, Spurs haven't brought any, which is disappointing. Obviously, they don't fancy the club, they don't travel well. They brought two commentators when they were broadcast back home, and before the game started, they were, they were saying how, how much more technical they'd be than, than the last hits, and uh, it's not panned out that way, has it? No, I mean, it's, 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 been, a, it's been a decent... Um, First half. Um, I tell you what, it's also nice to see Paul Cook, Liam Richardson, and um, people like that well, here. Players. players here watching the game, taking their time out because obviously this is their free time. Uh, a lot of ticks. Uh, I think the creeper's done well and uh, 
also Mackenzie O'Neill on the left hand side yeah. uh, and Cal Joseph through the middle yeah. Luke Robinson will play well. I, I, Cal Joseph Luke Robinson yeah I, I really rate Luke Robinson left back uh, Joseph yeah, it's Gellhart's clearly the watchman he's always got three players around him when he, yeah. when he gets so, there was a nice bit of build up play um, I think it was was it Weir to Gellhart oh no Gellhart spun played it to Weir he then played uh, Joseph in which resulted in a free kick um, so we'll leave it there for now we'll be back um, in 45 minutes time hopefully we're uh, progressing to the um, fifth round of the, the next game. round next yeah, the next round, round we're not quite next sure round. if we're not back in 45 minutes I mean you'll never know the difference it'll be a second for you guys there might be extra penalties for us to cover um, but yeah we'll be back shortly so we've got to full time at the DW Stadium. I don't think they realise what they're playing on the uh, speakers at the minute. There's been a few expletives. My favourite song. It's uh, finished Wigan Athletic 2, Tottenham Hotspur 0. Thor, for your thoughts? Um, good game, enjoyable watch. 2-0 win. Can't go wrong, can you? Adam, what's your view on the game? Uh, re- really good game. Um, I suppect the second half it got even better. Um, I think the football we played was absolutely superb. Worked the socks off. And, you know, given we're playing a Category 1 side... I think European we're, Category 1 European side. European Category 1. I think we, we were the best side and definitely deserved a 2-0 win. Barry, yeah. any standout players for you? Yeah, yeah, quite a few. Uh, I thought Mackenzie O'Neill was, was absolutely superb. Uh, Sean McGurk as well, uh, two two bright prospects there. Obviously, uh, Jensen Weir and, and Gellar there uh, doing really well. Gellar was one of the quieter players, wasn't he? That's he was, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a good sign, though, in the yeah. sense that you know you, you've got a first team player who's the future, but he doesn't stand out in our team, which I think is a great is a great yeah. thing. These these have beat Liverpool uh, in the last round, fourth round. Yeah, they beat them at Tottenham. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's a, it it's a big scalp list, and we deserve to go through. Keep this team together, let them develop, and I can't I can't see anyone touching this for the next ten years. Domination. <laughs> <laughs> So next week we're uh, we're going to be back in the studio and you'll get a full feature length uh, podcast uh, where we'll be reviewing the game against Bristol City. Maybe have a look at this in a bit more detail. We might have a, a next round draw. Looking forward to uh, the Swans, isn't it? Swans game, yeah. Trip down to the uh, Liberty Stadium. To the Vetch. 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 But it's um, again, it's Happy New Year from me. It's an happy, happy, happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hope the